Welcome to the Focus on Greatness podcast. I'm your host, Haim Roche, bringing you another inspirational message designed to help you focus on the greatness that's within you. I remember when I was first looking at starting my podcast, one of the things that I was looking for was a cost efficient place that I can be able to do what I was dreaming and doing with Anchor. I found that I found a free platform that can be able to give me the tools to make sure that my podcast sound good from edits to music to different other things, variety of things that can be able to assist me to make sure that I had a professional sound podcast. But then also one of the things I found that I loved uh, when I started to use Anchor was they have various of different places that they are able to distribute my podcast from professional places like Spotify or Apple Podcasts and many, many more. Now, with this, the thing that I'm I love to do is because I might not do it in my house or I might need to do it in my car. So I'm able to use record on my cell phone. I'm able to record on my tablet or even my computer. So for you to be able to do this as the podcaster, you need to make sure that you download the app to your phone, to your tablet. You can do it on an Android or on an Apple product. But also, if you want to be able to access it on your computer, you have to go to anchor.fm to get started. Now, anchor is A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M. Welcome to the team. And what we're going to do is we're actually going to start um, in Exodus chapter three, verses seven through eight. Uh, We're going to start in a conversation that I'm going to start with dealing with this mindset of after freedom. Now, now where this is kind of birthed out of and where this really came from was last year, uh, around this same time frame in June last year, God had, uh, I had, I was going to and looking at different things. Um, and one of the things that kind of stuck out to me was this season, normally around this season in the month of June, we're looking at or thinking about surely here in Texas, we're looking at Juneteenth. And so last year around this time, I was looking and seeing different things that was going on around this context of Juneteenth and what Juneteenth meant and everything that it stood for and all of those things. And as I was looking at this, I was I was examining all the things that transpired in this. And I started to think about when we, even in this same scenario, when we can be or have been bound in whatever form or fashion that is in our lives and, and looking at all the different things that transpires that, that even after they were bound for, for all these years, and we're going to compare it to these, uh, the children of Israel in the book of Exodus, but as they were bound for all of these years, as soon as they were able to get freedom, we saw that there were multiple different different groups of people. We saw some that actually left, went to start on, uh, you know, start a whole new life, a stu- start a whole new thing. And But then we saw some that did not leave, but they stayed in the same place that they were in and still working for the slave owner or still working for those that were in this scenario. And the question that came to mind was what happens or how do we live after freedom? 
So this mindset of where we're going to be dealing with is sometimes what I believe and what I what I think happens is that we 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 see or want to say or cry out in this aspect for freedom, but the real question is is how do you live after you're free? So in these next couple podcasts, what I want to do is I want to kind of build this conversation so that as we go through this, not only will we at the end of this be able to understand how to live after freedom, but one, to also make sure that we are free. Uh, we want to make sure that we are free. What is the context of that? What is the mindset of that so that we can actually be free people? And so let's dive right in into this conversation. If you're with me so far, just give me a thumbs up. Give me some form of love. Give me some hearts so we can make sure that we are all on the same page. So today's conversation is freedoms start. This is where we want to begin is freedoms start. So um, freedoms start. What we want to first go into is, like I said, the base scripture is in Exodus chapter three, verses seven and eight. Again, that's going to be Exodus chapter three, verses seven and eight. Let me read it. And then we're going to dive into that. So Exodus chapter three, verses seven and eight, it says this, it says, and the Lord said, I have surely seen the afflictions of my people which are in Egypt and have heard their cry by reason of their taskmasters. For I have known their sorrows and I am come down to deliver them out of the hand of the Egyptians and to bring them up out of that land unto a good land and a large unto a land flowing with milk and honey unto the place of the Canaanites and the Hittites and the Amorites and the Parasites and the Hevites and the Jebusites. Now, all of that is a lot of sites, but what I want to be able to focus in on is verses seven and the introduction of verses eight. But before we dive into that, let me give you a story so you can be able to understand what's transpiring here. For 400 plus years, the children of Israel have been in slavery, have been in bondage for 400 plus years. And in them being in slavery all of this time, now God has chosen in the midst of all of this, he is now speaking to a man named Moses. Now, for those that don't know, Moses had his own scenario where in Moses's life, his purpose was what is about to transpire. And what ends up happening is Moses, through a lifelong of different scenarios and situations, not only was a king's child living in the king's palace underneath Pharaoh, but now he is realizing who he is and has now escaped because of some things that he has done. And so in him escaping because of these things, now he has not only gotten married, now he has children, all of those things. But as he's working for his father-in-law, Jethro, the Bible says that as he's walking one day, he sees this bush that was on fire. And while this bush is on fire, the Bible says that then Moses recognizes it. He goes to it and a voice starts to speak to him. And in this conversation is God now speaking unto Moses, allowing Moses to understand, I'm going to need you to do something for me. And he introduces this conversation talking about the children of Israel. These people, his loved ones, the ones that he loves that have now been 
enslaved for 400 plus years. That is generations after generations after generations that have been in bondage for all of these years. And so what we realize again is not only did we have a scenario where we're having generational bondage, but now we have a moment where God allows us to be able to get a nice peek in on how freedom starts, how freedom begins. This is how freedom starts. And so I want to be able to give you three things that we'll deal with today that, that is pointed out in this conversation. So let's read it one more time and then we'll build on from there. So Again, in Exodus, Exodus chapter 3, verses 7, we're going to start there, and then I'm going to do the introduction of verses 8, and then we'll go from here. It says in verses 7, And the Lord said, I have surely seen the afflictions of my people which are in Egypt, and have heard their cry by reason of their taskmaster, for I know their sorrows, and I am come down to deliver them. Now, the three things that I want to be able to deal with in this passage of scripture is I want to first deal with, and I want you to put this in for those that are watching on live, um, for those that will be listening later on to, to it on your on the podcast through Spotify or through Apple Music, I mean Apple Podcasts or however you'll be, you'll be able to listen to it. I want those that are in, that are watching me right now, I want you to be able to put in this first point. God says, I see you. That's what I want you to plug in. I want you to plug this in. I want you to plug, I, God sees me. Thank you, Miss Allen. Thank you so much. I want you to understand that this is so vitally important in this is that we recognize and understand that God sees us. Now, I, I know that that might sound small, but in a, in a time where you have a group of individuals in a time, even in our own lives, in a time where we can feel like our, our bondage, the thing that is keeping us bound is, is, is bigger than us. The thing that is keeping us bound is so overwhelming. In, in a time of where we're looking and seeing all of these different things, what we can, what sometimes we can feel like is no no one sees me. We can feel while we're in these moments that no one sees me. Now, I want to be able to talk to you or show you something that, that I believe that is very important and very powerful. One of the things that we recognize is, is there's a woman in the book of Genesis, Genesis chapter um, 16. I want to read this context, but in Genesis chapter 16, there is a woman named Hagar. Now, this woman named Hagar is actually a servant. She's a servant to a man that we look up to in scriptural context named Abraham. He's, she's a part of this storyline of Abraham and Sarah. And in this storyline with Abraham and Sarah, they're wanting a child. God has promised them that they're going to have a child, but Sarah didn't want to wait. Sarah thought that the promise of God was taking too long. So she felt like she needed to be able to intervene and help God in this scenario. The way that she chose to be able to help God is she uses, she tells her husband to now lay with her servant, which is Hagar. Hagar now has slept with the man of God. 
um, slept with Abraham in this in this scenario, and 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 now because of that she has been being now she's pregnant, and as she's pregnant, here goes the scenario. We have Sarah now that is that is agitated with her, that feels some type of way against Hagar, and now Hagar has been has has heard some words. Sarah gave us some words and some harsh things that she said to her, and the Bible says, and then Hagar ran away. And when she runs away, the Bible says that the angel of the Lord, that God starts to speak unto her and says unto her, Hagar, listen, I, I, I see your situation. I know that you are pregnant. I know that it's, that it's a hard situation that you're going through right now. I know all of those things, but listen, don't run away from the situation. I got you. And I'm going to make sure that not only you are good, but I'm going to make sure that your seed, the, the baby that you're carrying, I'm going to make sure that that child is taken care of. And then Hagar makes this statement in the 13th verse. I'm going to read this in the NIV version. This is what she says. She says, she gave this name to the Lord who spoke to her. You are the God who sees me. My God, that is good already. I'm trying to, to make sure that I'm calm because again, there is moments in our lives where when we are going through things, when we are, when we are going through struggles, when we are going through problems, when we are going through issues, even myself, I'm speaking from experience in this where, where sometimes our problems and issues are so much. The things that keep us bound, the things that we feel like are holding us back, they are on us so, so so much that when we get into these moments, what ends up happening is we feel like no one sees me. And God is saying, I need you to understand. This is what God told me to tell you tonight, that he wants you and I to understand that I see you, that I see you. But not only does he see you, not only does he see us, but he also hears us. So the Bible shows us this in Jeremiah 29 verses 12 through 13. I'm going to read this and then I'm, 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 we're going to go a little bit deeper with this is Jeremiah verses 29, chapter 29 verses 12 through 13. It says this, then you will call on me and come and pray to me and I will listen to you. You will seek me and find me when you seek me with all of your heart. I need us to understand that God says he wants us to understand this, that I hear you. I'm a God that hears. Now, now this is vitally important because it's so powerful that when when Hagar is talking to God and recognizing that God sees her, she names her son after this name, which, which was a name that they be, this definition that they gave us or showed us through his name is God hears me. My God, this is good. So not only did she name, did she say that you are the God that sees me, but when I see my son, I'm going to recognize that you are the God that hears me. Now, I love this because what God shows us in this scripture, and I'm going to read it again, and I'm getting kind of excited, but what I'm going to read it again because I need you to see this because it's very, very powerful for all of us to understand that this is the beginning place. This is freedom's start. This is how freedom starts. It starts with God seeing you, and it starts with God hearing you. Now, here we go. In the same verse, verses 7, Exodus chapter 3, verse Verses seven. Here we go. It says this, and I'm gonna just skip on through. It says, and and have heard their cry by reason 
of their taskmaster. Now let me calm down because I want to break this context down. It did not say that he heard their cry while they were praying. He did not say that he heard their cry while they were in church. He did not say that he heard their cry while they were sacrificing. He did not say that he heard their cry while they were doing different things. No, he said, I heard them crying by way or reason or because of their taskmasters. What are we saying in this point? Sometimes, sometimes, have you ever been in a moment? I'll say it this way. Have you ever been in a moment? in a situation or a circumstance where you felt like, where you felt like the pressure of my bondage, the pressure of this thing, the pressure of what I'm going through, the pressure of this situation, the thing that I want to be free of, whatever that might be for you, this, the pressure that, that comes from, sometimes I can only cry. I can only say, if I could get out of this, I could only say, man, I need somebody to help me. I can only say, man, I wish somebody would just hold me. I can only say these things. And God is saying that in the midst of your cry through your taskmaster, your cry through your pain, your cry through your struggle, the things that you are crying out and saying out and letting your heart be able to talk about through that, I'm telling you, I hear you. It's not that I need you. It's not that I don't want you to pray, but I need you to understand that God is saying while you're going through the struggle, I hear you. I hear what you're actually saying, not what people think they hear. I hear what you're actually saying to me, that you need me. And recognize that this to me is very powerful. Because what this allows me to be able to see, what this shows me is that while they, while God is saying these things, while they are going through the things, while they're going through these struggles and situations and circumstances, what God is also allowing us to be able to see is he had to be with you the entire time for him to be able to see you. He had to be able to be with you the entire time for him to be able to say that he heard you. So I've been here. And I need you to understand. God is saying, I need you to understand that I see you. I see your struggle. I see your pain. I see your unfairness. This is what he's sharing even with Hagar as I see I see they ain't treating you right. I see she's not talking to you right. I see that that's not right. I see that that, that that spouse is not doing you right. I see that the system is not doing you right. I see, I see that I, I see what's going on. But I also hear, I hear you. I hear what you're saying. I hear what your heart is saying. I hear you. I hear you. But here's the best part. God didn't just tell us that he saw us and he didn't just leave it to say that he heard us. No, he did something that I believe is so powerful is this next verse of scripture in verses eight. And I am come. My God, this is good. Somebody put that on there. And I am Come. This, this is so powerful because he did not just say, listen, I've been, I've been seeing what you're going through. 
I'm watching. Yes, I'm watching you. And I saw that this is not, I'm seeing it. And, and not that he didn't just say that I heard, I've been hearing every my, my children's cry. I've been hearing their cry, the real cry in their heart. I can hear it. But he says, listen, but I am come. I am come to deliver my people. Now, I love this because in the scripture in Isaiah 53, um, 35 and 4, Isaiah 35 and 4, this is what it says. Say to them that are fearful of heart, be strong, fear not. Behold, your God will come with vengeance, even God with a recompense. He will come and save you. God says, I'm coming. When we are in a scenario and situation where we are not free, God says, I, 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 this is what I'm here. I'm coming. I will come. In Galatians chapter one, verses four, it says, who gave himself for our sins that we, that he might deliver us from this present evil world, according to the will of God and our father. This is what he said. I am come. Yes, I saw you. Yes, I, I, I heard you. Yes, I see that you're struggling. I, I see it. Yes, I know I see that that is beating you down. I see it. Yes, I hear that it doesn't. I hear what you're saying. I hear your cry. I hear your pain. I hear your agony. But I want you to know that I am come to deliver you from this present situation. There's, there's a situation that even with me that I'm, I'm going through and this, this, this has been ministering to me because there are moments in our lives where we feel like we can, it's almost like we feel like we are boxed in. We, we feel like that, in, that life in and of itself, situations in and of itself is holding us back. We, we feel like we, we have these restraints. We, we feel like we are limited in what we're doing. We, we feel sometimes as if we can't go anywhere. We are blocked in, bound by certain things, not just by life. Some people are bound by whatever form of addictions they have. Some people are bound by the wrong type of relationship. Some, some people are bound by, by, by different formats and different things, systematic things. We, we can go on and on and on. Some people are bound by so many things. And sometimes those things can put us in a position where we feel like no one is coming to hear me. Nobody can hear me. And if you cannot hear me, how can you come and rescue me? God says, but no, even while I'm going through, even while I was going through my thing, God wanted me. God says, son, I need you to understand. I see you. Let, let me show you that I see you. Let me show you the things that, you, that you're really going through. Let me talk to you and tell you that this is what's really happening in your life. But then he says, but, but I hear you. I hear you. Even when the pain and the struggle and the things and this thing that is surrounding you, that is limiting you, makes you feel like you can't even speak. Sometimes our bondages, sometimes these things can take the breath out of us. 
it can sometimes it can sometimes feel like it's taking it's taking the words to be able to even speak sometimes these things can be able to feel like it's handicapping us but God is saying I see you let me show you that I see you let me show you that I hear you and how do I do that because I'm going to come and deliver you now how is this the beginning the starting place Hiram how is this the starting place of freedom how is this freedom start this is freedom start because I cannot deliver something I don't see I cannot I cannot deliver someone that I did not hear See, if I don't know, if I can't hear that you're going through a struggle, how do I know that I'm that to deliver you? If I can't see that you're going through some form of pain, how do I know where to be able to deliver you out of? What situation to be able to bring you out of? How do I know when to do this if I can't see you? If I can't hear you? And so even in this, I need us to understand, please make sure that you stay with me throughout the entirety of this, because I need us all to understand that no matter what we are going through, no matter what we are going through, with everything that we might be struggling with in our lives, God wanted all of us to know, no matter who you are, that I see you. That I hear you and that I have come. I, I, I love this. It was a, it's a passage of scripture in Luke 19 verses 10. And I'm going to read this. It says, for the son of man is come to seek and to save that which was lost. There's another verse of scripture that says, and is a very familiar passage of scripture that we know, where he says, the spirit of the Lord is upon me and he has anointed me. And he goes through a litany of different things that God anointed him to do. And he says, this is what I came for. I came for the poor, I, I, I came for the brokenhearted. I came for those that are in bondage and those that are imprisoned. I, I came for these. These are the ones that I came for. But God, why did you come? Because I saw the afflictions of my people. I, I, I heard the cries of my people. And because of that, it made me want to come to deliver my people. This is the starting place. This is freedom's start. It's when God says, I see you, I hear you, and now I have come to deliver you. Again, please stay with me throughout these conversations because I believe that as God did then, he's going to do it now.
And there are people just like myself. We are all in this scenario where we want to be free. Whichever, whatever your freedom looks like, whatever your categories look like, God is saying we are all in a scenario and situation where God is saying, I know my children want to be free. So what I ask you to do is continue to walk with me in these next few conversations as we discuss and talk about this context of how to be able to live after freedom. Thank you all for coming on tonight and being with me right here on the Focus on Greatness podcast. Again, I am your host, Hiram Roche. I ask, please, that you follow me on my all my social media platforms so that not only that you can be able to be a part of the conversation, so you can also stay up to date with all the things that will be going on and transpiring in the Focus on Greatness podcast and all the other things that, um, that God is putting in my spirit and my heart to be able to do. I also want you to make sure that you subscribe to Apple Podcasts and Spotify. So on Apple Podcasts, you can go on and type in Focus on Greatness and you will be able to find and stay up to date with all the podcasts and all the conversations. So you can be able to listen to it when you're in your car. You can listen to it while you're taking a walk. You can listen to it while you're cooking. Whatever you want to do, whenever your time where you want to be inspired, pushed, and motivated, you can listen to it on your Apple uh, Podcasts or Spotify. And it will be several ways, other ways that I'm going to make sure that this word is able to get out to all of you. Love you all. And again, thank you all for being a part of this conversation right here on the Focus on Greatness podcast. I will see you every first and third Monday at 6.30 p.m. right here on the Focus on Greatness podcast. Love you all. Talk to you later. Bye-bye. want to say thank you for joining me on today's podcast. I pray that whatever word that you have heard, the thing that touched you, I pray that it inspired you to be able to make some form of change, to push you closer to your dream, to push you closer to that business idea that you had and you have. I want you to find that greatness within you. Can you do me a favor and continue on this journey with me? Every first and third Monday at 6.30 p.m. Central Standard Time right here on the Focus on Greatness podcast. Follow me on all of my social media platforms so that us together can be able to develop and be the greatest person that God ordained us to be.